Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the 12th episode of the Amazing Marvel Podcast, where your amazing fantasies become your marvelous destiny. Um, I'm here again with Bob Smith. Morning. <laughs> Just got done with the Falcon and Warrior Soldier finale, season finale, which is freaking amazing. Definitely doesn't hold back with the action as has this season has not done has not held back. It's been pretty good. It was a yeah, great start. (laughs) Exactly. Great finish, great everything. It was. Right. So well we start off definitely um, with what was it? We know that last episode ended with people, you know, getting suits, making suits. Um, so, and, and of course we didn't know what, you know, the, what the, the suit that, uh, Sam got looked like. However, it did not disappoint (laughs) at all. Definitely did not disappoint. Uh, that like, and it was so funny because I know the Dora, like I remember the Dora Milaje had made the suit and of course, you know, they're from Wakanda. So obviously they have vibranium, which is mad cool because now he has the shield and, and the, the suit, suit and which the wings, is, and the, wings. the gadgets. Oh, man. The gadgets were sick. So, I mean, yeah. I don't even know if. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that that uh, Red Wing had um, these abilities beforehand, but I really like the whole like the fact that he was able to patch into her phone. The one of the one of the I guess one of the um, GRE committees or, or GR, GRC GRC committees. Yeah, sorry, uh, GRC committees. Uh, one of the members like, was taken hostage on a, on a helicopter, and, like, Falcon was able to, well, Captain America, I, you know, he was, by the end of the episode, he's officially Captain America, I was calling him Falcap, which is, like, <laughs> I just thought it was a catchy name, uh, just because I really like the fusion of the fact that he has a shield, but he also has his wings, wings. that's freaking amazing, um, and the wings, like, I don't know, it gave me, like, did you, you've seen, like, well, of course you have, the, the X- it was one of the X-Men movies. I'm pretty sure it was Apocalypse, where, yes. like, he gives that... Uh, is it Angel, or is it... Is it uh, I forget the name of the character it, is. No. I know there's two characters. Yeah, Angel. Wings. It was Angel. Yeah. Gives him the wings. wings. yeah. And it looks like so... And you see the way they, like, filmed him coming in yeah. with his wings. I'm like, that looked even better than that. Yeah. Falcon's, like... Captain America's wings were, like, insane. They were awesome. Um, so we, we know that Sharon comes back and helps the guys out. Um, right at the beginning was one theory, like, there's a couple, like, interesting theories we had going through this episode. The beginning, they set down a smoke bomb to clear out the GRC, like, committee meeting room, and it glows green, so it was like, it made me think of Oscorp. Like, who knows if Oscorp is dealing weapons in such people, you know? And, uh... The ball itself looks like a looked like a goblin, like, right? Like, looked like a goblin. pumpkin type yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's like who knows? I mean, to to me, that gave me like very much gave me Oscorp vibes. So who knows? Maybe they exist in the MCU right now. Um, but yeah. So and then of course Batrock comes back and and fights and fights Captain America, um, fights Sam. So I just like every moment we saw him in this suit absolute chills like i yeah. was like so stoked to see him in the suit and the fact that he can like use the powers in tandem with each other like the suit can like he thrusts forward with the shield yeah. like braces himself with the wings yeah just. easily my fit well yeah braces himself with the wings right when he's like using the shield later on yeah. like i think uh um, carly's attacking him and then he like holds the shield up and then the wings go down yeah. into the ground it's like sick yeah. 
Um, one of my favorite moves, and it's kind of like the reason why I'm going to title the episode this, um, when he throws the shield in the air and he like catches it or he throws it at someone and, and dives into it. I'm gonna, I'm calling that shooting star. I think that's like the <laughs> coolest freaking thing ever. Um, when he like, especially during the helicopter thing, like when he takes over the helicopter by telling that girl to like, telling that lady to, to take over, like as soon as like I count down from five, he throws the shield, knocks him out and kept like, it's the craziest freaking thing. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I love it, how he the, throws the a shield action, and catches it. The action didn't disappoint. It oh, was... Definitely. It was amazing. amazing. Um, so, let's see. What else did I have down? Um, Bucky does a lot of awesome stuff, too. Yeah. He, he, he does a lot of saving in this one. He saves a lot of people. Does a superhero landing. Yeah, superhero landing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the fight in the um, in the scaffolding with between USA... Because US Agent does come back. Right. John Walker does come back. Um, and he, he, you know, well, the, the uh, first the fight with the scaffolding. I thought that was really cool. How like Carly's dodging right. him, and like right. usually like stuff like that. Like you wouldn't think that there'd be a fight going on in the scaffold, but that's pretty cool right. how they navigate it. Um, but U.S. Agent definitely in the heat of the moment. Yes, he's attacking everybody, but like he quickly realizes it in, in, in an intense situation. Like, okay, I gotta do the right thing. I gotta save these people, which. Redeems himself. He redeems himself at the very end, you know, and it's good. Like, of course, and it's good because it shows that, like, he's definitely not a perfect person. No one is. I mean, of course, Captain America was, but... (laughs) but, um, He still might be. Well, yeah. We don't know where he is at. Well, that's the thing. I was actually really hoping for some sort of Chris Evans appearance in this, which I... Well, the old guy from... the, The old Chris Evans from the end of Endgame. Right. Yeah. yeah, well, and that's the thing too is I've I've had some theories about how you know if if they were to bring bring Chris Evans back somehow it would be like you know he'd be a multiverse version of himself and be like the Hydra Captain America and it would like wouldn't be in it like for the long haul but he'd like try to like pretend and fool everybody and make them think he's Captain America when he's really not right um, make them think that he's they are Captain America. Um, but yeah, so there was a lot of, definitely a lot of good action. It was funny when, um, there's a lot of good dialogue, like Falcon, when, when he's talking to the lady in the helicopter, he's like, a little birdie told me you could fly a plane. I was like, yo, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and then when he not, when they, the helicopter knocks over all the, like the, I don't know what those are. The, the tubes. Tubes. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you're, you're in for an ass whooping now. So he's like, he flies. It's, it's like, and all of the flying effects are like amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's like, of course he doesn't have the serum, but that suit and the gadgets and the way he uses them is like, definitely makes up for that. Um, so, and then we also find out that, um, Sharon is indeed the power broker, which is pretty wild. Um, we do have a theory about Sharon for later on for the post credits scene, but, um, let's see what else, what the heck, uh... What is this? Um, I'm just trying to look around for. Oh yeah, Batrock and Carly. Like, there's a lot of people that die, which is like interesting to me because I was like, I was not expecting all that. But like, the thing is, is like, Carly. Keep the secret. Right, exactly. The secret of the power broker, which is pretty wild. Um, I mean, I'm curious to see like what she. You know, I wonder if they'll ever delve into anything she's been up to and like how it kind of affects the future of the MCU. Um, but we have other theories as to what her other motives are. Um, but when everything is all said and done, 
you know, it's really nice the speech that that Sam gives, and it's basically like his first big Captain America, America speech. speech. He's very real. He's very like raw with like the fact that you know he's a he's a black man taking on the mantle, and it's like people have a problem with that. But like the whole thing is like everyone has to make hard decisions every day, even though he's going to get flack for it because of his race. Like he's definitely he's up to the challenge no matter what. Yep. No, so yeah. and, and that's the whole point is that like and he's even telling the GRC people like you you have to make hard decisions to be considerate of everybody. You have to do better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and think about the people that you know you're trying to help instead of trying to appease the people that you're in the room right. with. You know. And I I really and of course it, I, you couldn't and he's very he he injects some like he, he's he I think there was a couple line lines that were like very like I don't know I want to say comedic but like he's very like real you know yes. and and. And it was very authentic, I feel like. So, I definitely, as a first Captain well, America from speech, the best. Exactly, yeah. And, and, he, and then he also injects himself into it, too, yes. which is, is, is super nice. Um, and I don't want to, like, you know, I don't want to go into the whole, like, speech. But, like, you guys, I mean, if you haven't seen it, like, it's, it's a good first Captain America <laughs> speech, for sure. Um, and he kind of, like, it's kind of like we can do better than, like, the standards that, like, we... In the the quote unquote norm of like, right. you know, get out of your get out of your plush offices, right? See what's going on in the world, and do the right thing and fix it. Exactly. So, um, and of course, we at the end too, you know, Bucky comes full circle. He finishes making amends. He, you know, he tells. I'm trying to think of his name is Naka something, not Naka Mirror or. Nakarima, I don't, I'm forgetting. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember what it looked like in the book mm-hmm. I, vaguely, mm-hmm. but he, um, you know, he tells the father that that uh, that he killed his son, which as I mean, the Winter Soldier, as the Winter Soldier, yeah, which is like again one of those like like Sam was saying, one of the very hard decisions he had to make. Uh-huh. Um, so it's good that everybody's making hard decisions. It's very it's a very satisfying ending, um, and and on top of all that. Um, Sam goes, returns to the Bradley household to see Isaiah and uh, Elijah, I believe. Um, and he brings them to an exhibit of Isaiah, which is super nice. Like, it makes you like, I, I, I felt like almost crying because like it was such a nice moment. And he was like super moved by it too. Isaiah, between the speech and the statue, the exhibit, it, it was just super nice. And I'm, I'm hoping... You know, if we don't see Isaiah, we at least see his. I think his grandson, grandson come into come into the fray as as a because he seems like he's got the charisma to be a, a young Avenger. I feel like, and and I really hope that he takes on a bigger role. So, all right, and then once everything is said and done, um, they had a nice party in Louisiana. Yeah, and with with Sam's family, um, it's awesome. Like it's a good it's a good satisfying ending. Yeah. Expectations weren't too high, too low. It was very level, very yep. good. It's nice. Ends pretty lighthearted with you know everybody's like Bucky's there and like their kids hanging uh, off his uh, arm. It's pretty right. cool. Bucky seems to be back to yeah, normal, right. so to speak. Or what you know, Winter Soldier's totally gone. You get the feeling that he's beat the Winter Soldier. Right. I mean, he's still Winter Soldier by like you know his right. like his abilities and his and arm and, and stuff, right. but but. But at the end of the not very, the mentality, right? Exactly. At the very end of the day, you know, the title of the of the show changes to Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which is pretty cool. Because I mean, I have to I have to wonder if maybe like 
the next show, like the next, this is just the one show, and then the next, it's going to be a different show next time, and it's going to be something along those lines. Yep. Maybe not, maybe not, well, I mean, I don't know if they name it like the same exact thing as like the, the movie. Well, okay. Captain America, well, I guess it was called Captain America, The Winter Soldier, right? Was it that the second movie? Or what was the name of the second movie exactly? Because I don't know if they do the same name, Captain America. Well, they already did. Yeah, Captain America Winter Soldier, Soldier. is the name of it. So Captain America and, and the Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier is different. Yeah. So, but no, that honestly, like, not that it matters, but like that'd be that's that would be cool if it turns into like, like a different show. That would make yeah. it so it's like a one conti- contained story. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so but we get our oh, that's right, I totally forgot about um the whole Zemo thing. So Zemo blew up the last of the freaking uh, flag smashers, which is crazy. Um, we get to look in the vault. The vault. The raft. Um, but we don't see anybody else besides Zemo. Which I wish we would have seen other people. Right, see who's there. But um, Val is kind of keeping tabs on like Zemo and, sh- and stuff. So she's probably trying to get the Thunderbolts team together. Yeah. It seems like they're piecing it together. And then you see John Walker come out with his black suit u.s agent suit like true yeah. to the comic suit and it's like yes yeah. everybody's getting good suits in this yeah. um so i have to think that definitely he's going to be part of the thunderbolts too he definitely redeemed himself and zemo did the, zemo's been doing the same all season for this show so, um yeah. i definitely think black widow is going to be the next thing to keep that thing going because cool. you got taskmaster yeah. and then he got i mean i don't know if yelena belova will be you know the next black okay. widow i think she might but I also don't know if she should be on the Thunderbolts team. Maybe she will. I don't know. I don't know if she was, but I, you know what? It's possible. Yeah. I'd say it's possible. Because um, it's basically going to be like a, I don't know, if, like we were saying, I don't know, you, you, weren't you saying we weren't sure if they do Dark Avengers? They'd probably do Thunderbolts yeah, before they would do Dark Avengers. Yeah. I, I would think anyway. Right. It just, they're, si- they're similar type teams. teams. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's, it's, all the all the progress that's being made with with all these characters is pretty awesome. I definitely look forward to seeing a team form, but um, we definitely have to talk about that last after credit scene um, or like mid credit scene or whatever. Uh, when you know Sharon Carter comes back to the states and she gets pardoned. However, as soon as she leaves the courtroom, um, she's having another power broker phone call. So, she's still pulling strings. However, we were very, like, it's kind of sprung into my mind suddenly, and I shared it with Bob. They did a lot of, like, focusing on her face, and my first thought was, is she going to be a scroll? Which is definitely still possible. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Because, who was she talking to? Right. And she's talking about getting U.S. secrets, new... Secret weapons. Right. To help the... So, yeah. It's not Sharon. Right. It's, it's definitely not Sharon. There's something off about that, her. Right. It's like, it, it would be one thing if it was Sharon, but like, the thing is, it seems like she's too far gone, but if it was really Sharon, I feel like she wouldn't be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, no. She's, she's it's, a Carter. Yeah, it's well, definitely... You know that... It's in her blood, basically, to not be, yeah. Not to be, absolutely. So it's a little strange, and I have to think there's more. I mean, and that's the thing. Maybe that we don't know for sure if she's a scroll. Like, it would have been nice if we got that tease, but maybe they don't want to show that yet, which is totally fine. Maybe this series will be coming back to address that. Right, exactly. You know, because things that I have read said of the three Marvel series, Mm -hmm. this is the most likely one 
to have a second season. I thought it was Loki. I read somewhere it was well, well, I feel like both of them yeah. kind of probably well, have the most potential. But you read a lot of things that I don't see. Right. And yeah. I see things that you don't <laughs> right, yeah. see, so... Well, both of them, I hope both of them do. Oh, Honestly, absolutely. I'm, I'm very excited for Loki yeah. as well. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I was... Of the three, I was... Before they even started, I was most excited for Loki. Yeah. But... Because we've been waiting for Loki to get his time in the spotlight. Right. You know, I mean, we've seen everybody do their thing, and Loki's done his thing too, just but, not as much as everybody else, you know? Falcon Winter Soldier and the Winter Soldier that was definitely deadly. up the bar. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. Loki. 100%. I mean, it's, it's, you know, in my opinion, WandaVision. Yeah. There was a little. The expectations were a little, like, weird. Up, right, weird. <laughs> up and down. But this one did not. This one did not disappoint. It kept things very right. level. Yeah, you know, it didn't like didn't make you think, oh, this is gonna it happen. Right. No, it was just like very like level. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, what else? I'm trying to. Well, there, we can definitely talk about, and that's the thing too. We were we've been talking about this is like now we're not gonna have. Speaking of Loki, we're not gonna have anything to talk about until I mean, my for the first Loki episode, I think the eleventh. It's gonna be the eleventh. Yeah. Um, and June. so. June, yeah, which is crazy. Too long. Too long. But, however, we are definitely going to keep track of news and stuff. I definitely like to keep track of the news that's been happening. Um, I am very excited uh, because we just got a, a Shang-Chi trailer this week. I definitely want to yeah. talk about that a little bit. We're finally getting the true origin of the Ten Rings. Okay. The Ten Rings, I believe, are not rings, but they are instead bands Bam. around the arm, I... which is pretty sick. Um, and their abilities, which I've since learned about, I didn't know a whole lot about the abilities of the Ten Rings. To me, they seem a lot more interesting than, to, in my personal opinion, they seem more interesting to me the, than the Infinity Stones. The Infinity Stones are very general and very, like, they're very grandiose, like, power stones, but, like, well, power stones, like, power. They're, all, they're all powerful stones, but, like, it seems like the bands are, like, they're very. Their powers are very specific. Like yeah. there's one that's like I forget what it is. They're very specific powers. Like they all. They have a very like you can manipulate. You could change like your appearance, like your clothes. You can like well, there's like matter reconfiguration. Yeah. There's like you could turn a whole area like into darkness. Yeah. Like a, like a, it's like a black. It's like there. There's very specific abilities to each of these bands, and that that makes me intrigued because it's like. It's not like a very grand power set. It's very like where the rules are like so, so specific. Right. These these ones are very specific and not so general. You know. Right. Um, so I'm very excited for that. The fighting, the action in the in that good. trailer yeah. looks amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. It's a. It's I'm excited crazy. to see. It the man you know how the the, the Mandarin the Mandarin came to be and came like, to be maybe maybe get a Iron Fist. Well, yeah, if we get a tease of, of some sort of Iron Fist situation, I mean, speaking of that, that's the one thing that's a little bit like, I'm not sure what that's going to happen with that, because I, they, they, some, there's some sort of rumor going around that Charlie Cox is Daredevil, John Bernthal as a Punisher, um, I think it's Kristen Ritter as uh, Jessica Jones, and uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin are all going to be coming back, possibly, to the MCU, only they're not going to be playing the type of... I mean, they're going to be playing the same characters, but everything that happened on the Netflix shows isn't canon, I don't believe, because they're not connected. So, which, I mean, granted, you could always, like, consider that as part of their past. Like, if they don't ever bring that up, 
you could still like look at that and be like, hey, you know, this is what what happened this in the is, past. Right. It sucks. The origins. Right. The origins, and it sucks that it kind of leaves everything on like a like certain things got left on a cliffhanger. Like I I didn't watch Jessica Jones season two, but I did watch all of Daredevil, and I heard that I haven't watched all of Punisher yet, but I've heard that Punisher also ends on a cliffhanger and that sucks that we probably won't be able to see that come to fruition but at least we'll get to see like these stars come back right. as these characters i'd love to see that um we also got a a lot of like spider well there's a lot of spider-man things slowly but surely happening um the fact that they might be bringing all the spider-man movies to disney plus okay. and hulu i think they made that decision um, I think once they expire on Netflix, they're gonna within the next year or two. Then they might be on. I thought they were on another streaming service. Yeah, I'm not sure. Now, now that I have streaming services, <laughs> I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, that's the thing too. It's like it's gonna be nice to have that conveniently on um, on Disney on Disney Plus or Hulu. But my thing is, is that that just speaks more to the fact that these characters are most likely gonna show up. In, in MCU movies, because yes. it's like what you know, it and, seems like they're bringing them more and more into and, the. You know, I, you don't want overload, but I just love to see them try to incorporate them into one movie, right? You know, at least cameos or, you know, as we talked about, you know, setting up the Sinister Six, right? Now that Fisk is going to be there, the Kingpin, and right, you know, it's just so many, so many possibilities, possibilities at this point. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it's en- almost endless because you know the whole thing is with the multiverse. You can do whatever, but I don't, I don't imagine getting too crazy. But at the same time, I think also, um, you know, we were talking about this too. It's like Spider-Man has his enough star power to have his own cinematic universe, absolutely. Which I'm very glad they tried to. Set. I mean, they didn't do a very good job at it with Amazing Spider-Man, but um, hopefully. They're they're trying to do that now with now working in tandem with Marvel Studios, trying to bring that whole you know bring the Spider Man cinematic universe to life because you know if if we're gonna be plucking I mean news just broke too that Alfred Molina had said that you know Spider Man No Way Home is gonna pick up right where Spider I mean, with his character at least gonna pick up where Spider Man Two seventeen years ago <laughs> left off. Which is insane, you know? Yeah. It's just crazy to think about that. And the fact that the worlds are overlapping makes me think that there's going to be some sort of shared assistance in crafting the Sony's Spider-Man or Sony's universe or, of Marvel well, characters, you know? Yeah. Which is you know, which is good, because, I mean, like I said, we've got Venom. We're getting Venom 2 in September. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be crazy. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I just... Um, I'm just I'm, I can't wait to, like, get a trailer. Like... <laughs> Some sort of, not like a full-on trailer, like a teaser. Some sort of teaser well, that, was, you know. Well, if you're speaking of that, I was reading about Doctor Doom, and I want to say that there may be a reference to him in one of the upcoming movies. Oh. Hmm. Well, I think... That, that he's, he's basically going to be the new big baddie replacing Thanos. Oh, well, okay, that makes sense. And he's going to be... If not shown, just implied that right. he's behind right, the, he's the behind new whatever big scenario, scenario or threat. Is, right. Yeah, with the new threat. Well, that's the thing. 
and this very much like I remember because I was reading I was I've read a little bit of Secret Wars. In Secret Wars, Doctor Doom eventually harnesses some pretty cosmic the power, powers, yeah. I believe. So you know in the second Secret Wars. Oh, in the second one? Yeah, the first one is when Spike when Spider Man got his first became first got the black suit. Well, yeah, but at the same time I think in the first one too, I think that the beyond Beyonder's a part of it as well. Yes. And I think I feel like we probably get that character most likely, if any time, we'll probably get Beyonder teased in Multiverse of Madness. Because he's the one that kind of brings everybody to Battle World. And he, you know, and I, I'm really excited to see, you know, instead of just fighting over power and fighting over, like, you know, losing half of the unit, like, th those are some pretty specific stakes. But, like, Secret Wars, from what I understand, I haven't, I haven't fully you know, taking it all in. But, from what I understand, Secret Wars is kind of like a really test of everyone's moral compass. Yep. Which I think is great. Like, what's, I mean, even the villains. Like, the villains have to, like, fight and, you know, they might be fighting against another villain that has different, you know, ideals than them. Which, I really hope that that comes, that comes to fruition. Mm. Um, it, plus, it'll be really cool. And we could get, like, my hope, my ultimate hope is that, I mean, I'm, I have a feeling, like I was telling you, I feel like we'd probably get Tony Stark, you know, Robert Downey Jr. as possibly, like, a hologram within the next, you know, if there's ever an Armor Wars or something like that. Yeah. But I really hope someone plucks him from space and time and, and has them help, has him help in the fight in Secret Wars, which would be, like, the biggest, like, thing ever, you know? It'd be oh. crazy. And that's what's great about the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Can, you can do whatever, really. There are no limits to what you can do. What you can do. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is, like, I was telling you this before, is that there was, like, a someone... There, I saw somewhere the billboard for, like, bring back Tony Stark. It was so yeah. random, but it's like... I mean, people want to see yeah. that. And it's going to happen. It's bound to happen yeah. at some point. Like I said, even if it's just a cameo, they don't have to be any big right. part of it, just... Right, and I, I honestly think that if they bring him back in Secret Wars for a brief amount of time, perfect. Like that's like the perfect thing they could do. Not obviously not for like like this thing. It wouldn't be like a long running thing. It'd just be like a one movie, yeah. or like like I said, as a hologram yeah. in like Armor Wars or whatever yeah. to kind of like you know just like at the end of Endgame, but actually full on bringing him back, like taking from him from a time when he was alive. That would that would be pretty cool for yeah. like a one-off movie yeah. battle type yeah. thing. So, but yeah, so Falcon and the Winter Soldier ended ended really well. Um, I, definitely, as as more news continues to develop throughout the coming weeks, we'll be on every Friday to talk about um, the news and what our theories are. Like, I mean, and even like plot leaks. Like we had just listened to this crazy Spider-Man one that was uh, a little out there, but there were some aspects of it that seemed pretty Fine. cool. I just, it's so hard to know what to believe now because there's so much happening in this movie. It's like, yeah. that we've heard so many things that it's like, really like, is this really going to happen? Is this like, I mean, I know a lot of that plot leak was definitely very convoluted, but I'm hoping that like this, this movie is a big event and really like, I hope that it paves the way for, you know, I don't know if it'll be setting up my, my, a good theory that I have is that. You know, maybe, I mean, I think it's good, but a theory that I have is that maybe, you know, it's called No Way Home. So my, my thought is, 
something happens, and then Tom Holland's Peter Parker gets lost in the multiverse. Mm -hmm. Maybe Miles Morales comes into the fray somehow and becomes the MCU's mm -hmm. Spider-Man mm -hmm. while Tom Holland is away, or he's around. Like, maybe he's in a different universe and he doesn't realize it. It's a very universe that's very similar, similar to, to his own. Yep. But it's like, maybe Sony wants to make movies with Tom Holland for a little bit. Like, not, I mean, they not exist, not in the MCU, but in this very similar exactly. universe. Right. Um, and, of course, somehow they find a way to bring him back. But, um, but there was something about Tom Holland, about how he is going to be, you know, taking a break for a little while. I mean, he still definitely will come back on board immediately. And he wants to. And right. He, he's been busy. He's been making... He a made, lot more movies. Yeah, he's got two other movies coming out this year. <laughs> yeah, he's got I think Uncharted and what's the other one? I'm trying to think of the other right. one, but but he's got he's got other things on his plate. Yeah. He's not just Spider Man, you know. He's an actor, so but, but he should be just Spider Man. Yeah, honestly, uh, uh, if he could put all <laughs> his efforts into Spider Man, right, it'd be great. Exactly, just be Spider Man. Right. No, but that's the thing too. Is I was talking about this before. Is that you know Miles Morales? I, I don't know if you remember. He was referenced in Homecoming. Yes. So because because. Um, Aaron Davis, who's played by Donald Glover, he mentions him. But let's remember, that took place in 2017. Not only that, there's a year has passed, but another five have passed because uh, of the, the Avengers, blip. Infinity War, and Endgame. Yeah, the blip. So Miles has to be about the age he is when he becomes Spider-Man. Yeah. So I have to, it stands to reason that he is most likely going to be coming into the fray, especially with Young Avengers getting set up. Um, yeah, I have to think that that's probably going to happen, but I do hope that Tom Holland, at the very least, gets some more, I don't want to say adult type movies, but he grow. I hope that he grows up a little, we don't need the mentor characters anymore, he, he does something to stand, I think, I'm hoping this No Way Home movie sets him up to be an independent superhero. I mean, he'll work with other people, but not be mentored anymore. Right. He has to fend for himself right. in he some doesn't, ways. Doesn't need Happy, doesn't need anybody telling him. Tony, or which he doesn't have, yeah. but Doctor Strange. Doctor yeah. Strange is supposed to be the mentor in this yeah, movie. Right. But I'm hoping after this, it's, it's done. He becomes yeah. the Spider-Man he's and, meant and to become. And then back to the, the theories. And uh, you wonder if... Because now there's going to be some gaps between movies. Yeah. Is Disney behind some of leaking some of this stuff? I don't just, know. just yeah. to keep the talk, you know. Hey, let's let's throw this out there and see how see where it goes. Well, that's the thing too. It's like I feel like they because try Kevin to... Feige. I mean, he he's he's crafty. I mean, he he knows he knows right. how to keep us keep us on, on our toes on our toes. You know, keep us chasing the lure. Right, and that's the thing too is that they, I feel like from what I understand, Infinity War like that, everybody got different scripts for that. And nobody knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Like, Tom Holland probably didn't realize he was going to die until, like, the very yeah. last minute. Right. So it's like oh. they keep even the people filming it in the right. dark. Oh, by the way, here's your last page. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're dead, right. So it'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds. Yeah, but, but, yeah, good conclusion this week. We'll be back yeah. next week with some, some more news and stuff, I'm sure. With some theories. Some theories as well. Yeah, definitely crafting some theories, so... Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our dozenth episode because we're on like episode twelve. It's kind of yeah. crazy. I mean, we're we're there's still not as much, but we're, there's definitely a lot more to go. So, um, we'll be talking to you guys soon. Have a great weekend.